anybody like you who I am Just stand up tall, look them in the face and say I'm that star up in the sky, I'm that mountain peak up high Hey, I made it, I'm the world's greatest And I'm that little bit of hope when my back's against the ropes I can feel it I'm the world's greatest. Welcome back to Ron Lee's show, episode 57. I'm your co-host, Rich B, joined by Kevin Singh. Fellas, what up? What's up? Yes, Good with y'all, man. Another week back at it, man. Thank you for all the listeners, loyal listeners for tuning in. We're going to start like we normally start. Like I said a couple weeks ago, we got a, a weekly football thing going on. So I'm going to just check in on the fellas. I think we had a pretty good week. Singh finally came to a census and came on the winning team. Yeah. Uh, you know, teamed up with your boy here, Rich. And uh, Kev, was you on my... This listen, is another team. Listen, you got listen, me. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Listen, Break it down. Break it down. Listen, I'm let listen, you shine. Listen, listen, man. You, you were shouting out the win. Yeah, you, we, me and you was on the same team the last couple of weeks, and we did win. Yeah. May, yeah. Maybe it was you, but see, the cocky nigga in me, I like that. <laughs> even though I'm out there not doing much, I like to think it's because of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so this is what oh. happened. Like, so, so I'm going to shout out my nigga Orlando because finally the motherfucker got smart and threw me a pass. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you for that, oh. You know what I'm saying? My nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but other than that, man, like... I was only out there for what an hour, you know what I mean? Yeah, quick game, and, first game. And we won that game, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I pointed out to myself because as soon as I left, <laughs> apparently my team fell apart, you know what I mean? I saw Jim later at the movie theater. He like, nah, we lost two two more games after that. Damn, my nigga. But you know what? <laughs> Hold on, that's know? a good point though. I'm trying to figure out how Jim played all three games made it to the movies, and you had to leave after one. To go to the same movie. Jim lived in Cherry Hill. His house is right around the corner from the joint. And Jim came when the movie was over. So, therefore, like, I saw him walking out the movie there. That was two hours later. He said y'all was in the same movie. Nah. We'll fact check that later. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Hey, maybe you were the common denominator. I will say Kev did catch his game winning touchdown. The game, the one game he did play. Him and Orlando worked out their differences. I appreciate you. We'll put that out there. But uh, me and St. one of the final two games, and then that was that. Yeah, I, I like to say this, though. It's funny because that first game that we lost. Oh, man, I'm so disappointed. It really shouldn't have, it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> it, it definitely wasn't care. I think it was Rich loosening up. Rich had to get loosened up. Nah, truth it was Dre running wild on y'all motherfuckers. You know I don't know. <laughs> did he do that? Yo, Dre had like four happened? touchdowns. Yo, y'all missed that? The first game? <laughs> Yo, Dre, what? talk to you niggas. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that. I remember at all. one specific play that I was so I was so bewildered about the through the ball to Rich. <laughs> Come on, dog. It, it hits Rich's hands. I'm a, I'm a, I'm on the other side of the field. Like, uh, yeah, we good. He bobbles it, <laughs> tossed it to Drake. That's the interception you're talking about. Yeah, that, that was one of his tossed it right to Drake. And Drake, I, like, I understand I'm not doing this any justice with the visual. But this shit was horrific. I was nah, like, it was pretty bad. What happened? I, I didn't know what was going on. Dog, just for the listeners, real talk, <laughs> humble brag. Like, I'm short-handed, man. I catch. I usually catch all the passes, dog. So I was running across the middle. I had Jim on me, hit him with a quick move. He was out of there. And uh, I don't know. I think I tried to catch him my, my chest first, and then my hand. I don't know, man. It bobbled. Dre, it went right to Dre. He ran it back, and I, I was just. I was just so disappointed. It looked disappointed. like a lateral. I thought you did it on purpose. Like, hey. I was so disappointed in myself, man. That shit had me shook up for the next couple plays. Like, fuck. <laughs> I can't believe this shit. But we bounced back. Yeah. Got the motherfucking win like the champs that we are. So, and on that note, we're going to kick into this this week's topic. Speaking of champs, we just want to uh, take a quick moment or maybe the whole podcast. We'll see. 
to kind of talk about Muhammad Ali, man. Rest in peace. Over the weekend, he passed from, I guess, I don't know if it's complications from Parkinson's or just whatever the case may be, but he's been battling that for a long time. And I guess, it was, was it Sunday or Saturday? I can't remember exactly which day, but uh, he passed away. And it, it kind of, you know, I've been seeing a lot of clips and reading a lot of stories online about him. So it kind of just brought up, you know what I mean, what we're going to be diving into today. So um, I just kind of want to, you know, go around the room first real quick and kind of get your thoughts on you know, your feelings on Muhammad Ali, what you know about him, and, uh, you know, how you feeling about it. Obviously, this, he was before our time, but um, he's a legend nonetheless. So, Kev, I'll kick it off with you and see where you at with it. Hey, man, I mean, I grew up in the era, like, right outside of uh, Muhammad Ali's greatest days or whatever. So, for me, it was just, like, one of them things where what I knew of him was, like, he was the champ, you know what I mean? Like, he was the motherfucker float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. That was, that was one of the most famous quotes from him. So, it was like, yo. So, I would see the, the videos of him talking shit. And, like, I, I like that motherfucker because of that. Like, it was like one of them things. Like, here he is just talking all shit. And he was backing it up, knocking motherfuckers out. Like, just, you know what I mean? Making you think that you in the crib, you know, shadow boxing in front of the mirror and shit. <laughs> he was just that dude who stood up for some shit that um, everybody wasn't standing up for back in the time. Because, you know, we... Okay, as black people being oppressed people at a period of time, not having all the rights that everyone else had in this here America or whatever, you know, he stood up for this some shit. This here America. Yeah, this here America, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, he stood up for some shit, and, and, that, and that was big, you know, in, in a time, you know, and that's what I grew up hearing about and knowing about, you know what I mean? So, it was like one of them things, he's one of the people that you applaud, and, and everybody you ever hear talk about him except for Pierce Morgan, you know what I mean, done had... <laughs> Good shit to say about him. You know what I mean? I've never really heard about him. There's always something with him and black people, man. Always always one. (laughs) Oh, for real, for real. But definitely rest in peace and shout out to Muhammad Ali. The movie, you know, brought me um, into some insights that I didn't know, you know, with Will Smith and everything. Real good movie. I thought it was good. Well done. But um, yeah, for me, you know, it's just one of them things. It was a sad day. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, you know what I mean? I definitely didn't grow up watching his fights or whatnot. You know what I mean? And I, to be quite honest, I guess the um, my biggest introduction was probably Ali, the movie Ali. You know what I mean? But like, what I what I've always like known him for was more or less like outside the ring shit. Like you knew him. You know what I mean? For uh, not going, not uh, declining the draft, not going into to the army or whatever. Like you knew him for his disease. You knew him for um, people just speaking very highly of him. You know what I mean? And, and, and Revering him as the greatest outside the ring, you know what I mean? Like, of course, we we heard the stories about the, like like Kev said, everybody knows the float like a butterfly, saying like a bee thing. Like, I feel like I probably was saying that same before I even knew where it came from. You know what I mean? Like, that's how that's how entrenched it was. But like, um, yeah, I feel like just growing up, I feel like I probably knew him more as the the, the activist and and the man. You know what I mean? So I definitely think it was a great loss. I think that. Um, uh, him in that time along with a couple others you know Jim Brown and speaking out for us as athletes you know what I mean I feel like they held it down you know what I mean maybe not so much anymore but we're trying to let you go in yeah no absolutely I mean we all agree man like you said we you know were born in the 80s or whatever so it was his best days was behind him but you always hear the stories you see the clips I guess the takeaway for me is like the brashness the cockiness like Kev said the, the, the ability to back it up being the greatest and in a time where boxing was king, like that being a heavyweight meant something. It doesn't mean much today. Right. I can't even name any like uh, heavyweights worth a damn. But he fought everybody. He had the classic fights. He had the Thriller in Manila. Had the Rumble in the Jungle versus uh, you know George Foreman with the Rope of Dope and all that stuff. So and then not to mention 
all the civil rights stuff that you kind of later, at least for myself, later learned about him. And that's kind of what what we want to talk about today. Like, I want to talk about some of the stuff he went through and kind of compare it to, to how it is today. Like, I've, I've listened to other podcasts and other sports channels talk about this, and it made me just think and wonder, is like, could a Muhammad Ali, could a Muhammad Ali exist today? And all that brashness and all that cockiness, like, you don't really see that from our athletes in, in this in this form. So, like, I just want to kind of start there and see, like, what are your thoughts? Like, do you feel like people can, can really be as outspoken as he was in, in now, I, see, the thing is, we didn't grow up at that time, so I don't know if they really let him live. Like, the, the picture they paint makes it seem like, oh, everybody loved Ali, but I'm sure it wasn't like that, like, in his day. So, fast forward to now, like, do you feel like an athlete could be as outspoken, could be as brash and, 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 and revered at the same time? So, I think it's, it's funny because I do think so. Uh, maybe it was me being naive or optimistic, but I feel like, and, and like you said, we kind of off air talked about, touched on a little bit about everything being about money. And uh, to, to your point, we don't know if he really lived, like, in the movie it even shows that when when he went through his troubles, you know what I mean, with not going to the draft and not being able to fight, then the Nation of Islam even dropped him, you know what I mean, because he wasn't bringing in fights and they were managing him at the time. So it was about the dollar then. But even all through that, he never backed down off of his stance. Yeah. I do feel like we talk about boxing as as that tool, and it's kind of funny, like Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is nothing like an Ali as far as what he stands for and what he could talk about. However, for what he cares about, and it's only himself, it seems, and the money that he makes and provided for his family, he is unapologetically Floyd. Like he can, he says whatever he wants, and he has that leeway because he kind of is his own boss and he does all the money he's made. He's done without the endorsement money. You know what I mean? Like so, if anybody was to be able to 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 have that without the backlash of ruining a brand or worrying about Chick Fil A dropping them, uh, McDonald's, whoever it is dropping them. It will be somebody who who is like that. And in that regard, I do feel like he kind of let us down. You know what I mean? I feel like he could he could be the one to to, to lead the charge on on whatever whatever uh, issue that he thought he deemed or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I feel like he could do it. I do you feel like Floyd could do it. I'm I'm saying I'm I'm not saying the Floyd that we know today. Okay. I'm saying the Floyd in his position in his position to where. He promotes his own fights. He books his own fights. He doesn't rely on advertising money. He's not worried about ruining a brand. Because if that was the case, half the stuff he said will be ruining his brand. Like, a lot of people hate him. They don't like him because of the brashness and the selfishness and blah, blah, blah. Like, if he was to be able, if he was to channel that, and maybe that wasn't his MO, but his MO was to, right, I'm doing this on my own, but I'm sticking up for all black people kind of thing. Like The, the problem, I won't say problem, but I think the issue he would come against is like, in order to do that and be revered, like he's got to play the game, and I, I just don't know how you could be how he is as brash and and say fuck you to everything else and whatever he wants to champion, champion. But I'm not and saying, I, but that's but that's what you're missing. That I'm saying, I'm not take away the Floyd that you know. No, I understand. I'm that. saying like I don't want him to be like fuck you to everything else. I'm just saying like like Ali wasn't fuck you to everything else, but he was. Yeah, I'm black. We're being mistreated. I, I'm not afraid to talk about that. Okay. I don't want to go. I don't believe in your war. I'm not going to go to it. I believe that he could he could be a nice guy. He could do his boxing thing and get on camera and say and not just say, you know what, the injustices we're going through. No, they're gunning us down. We need to do. I, he could speak uh, um, brashly against issues that were 
important to him. He comes from the hood in Michigan. Like he in the whole Flint thing that's going on, he could he could get out there and publicly say and and campaign like, no, this is genocide. This is they're killing us. They're targeting us. Like there's no athletes willing to to speak up that brashly against the injustices that they feel. I'm not saying that that's. The the, in, the 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 Michigan one is why I just picked one out the air. No, whatever his cause was, whatever it was, I don't feel like there's nobody because, like you said, everybody is willing to, wants to play the game, and and to a degree, I feel like all right, play the game until you get where you got. I don't think that uh, Floyd could have came out doing this when he was 17. No, you got to wait But by the time he got in position, and by the time he broke away from Bob Aaron, he's doing things on his own. He's not re- relying on no one else. Yo, now I have the voice. I have the money. My family's secure. I can stand for something, you know what I mean? And that's the only what people try to do. Whatever little calls they, they not I don't want to say a little, whatever calls they try to do, they wait till they get to a position where I right, cool. My family's good now, let me speak up a little bit. I feel like it needs to be an all out assault, like on 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 whatever the cause may be. Like I said, it may not be none of the ones that I mentioned, but whatever it is, whether it was like uh um whether it was a disease, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like it should be an all out assault and they could. Yeah, gotcha. but I don't I, I mean, I hear you. I mean, I don't know if you were just using Floyd as the example, or you really believe Floyd could be the one. But for me, I just feel like, like we just in a we in a world that there are too many politics and too much money that, like for for Floyd, the first thing they would run to was how he beat women, and then they pull some other shit out of his closet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that the thing with you keep you keep you keep going back to the Floyd that you know. I'm not. I'm saying what if I'm, he would have came up as a different man and on that platform, is what I'm saying. Like LeBron, like LeBron, let's take away Floyd. LeBron doesn't have beating women. LeBron has money enough to save his family. LeBron can go but on and speak rashly. That's why I said I don't know if you was using him as a, or if you just saying it could be anybody. You just particularly used him. Somebody like, in the position of yeah, power that doesn't. Just, that yeah, because I didn't know if you shots. were making it particular about him or not. Because that's that's where the problem is. I think that's why motherfuckers don't want to speak out because motherfuckers got too much shit. In their closets, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are people out here who try to speak out, but I think, like, back then, for me, this is what I'm saying. We talked about this a little bit earlier. For me, the the, the climate politically was so much different than it is right now. And, and like, this is my own personal feeling. I feel like a lot of us motherfuckers believe that we got more to lose than than we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if you sitting, like, Muhammad Ali came from a position where just, he, he spoke up for himself. Like, he wasn't going to fight no, no war that he didn't have shit to do with. He, he didn't believe in it for whatever reasons. He didn't believe in it. That was that. He spoke up. He stood up for himself. He was willing to take the time, lose his career, lose his money, lose whatever. He didn't give a fuck. He was standing up for it. How many motherfuckers out here willing to lose everything? Ain't nobody willing to lose shit. That's the problem. Like, so for these motherfuckers to come out and say, okay, I got the power, I got the money, I got whatever. They, they sitting there thinking like, damn. I might lose everything, even though it's probably not even possible in this day and age. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but the thing is, they don't believe that full heartedly. Because if they did, they'd be out there. Just like when Kanye spoke and was like, "George Bush does not give a fuck about black people." All right, that nigga said it on national fucking TV, right? You ain't heard nothing else about it. Like, like they still try to kill Kanye, but that nigga still he's still out there, right? So like, if anybody was to be political and be out there like that, I would I would see him being a push. More of a push, you know but, what I'm saying? But you just proved my point that you can do these things and still be successful. But like niggas don't believe it. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not, deg- I'm not putting away your point. I believe what you're saying. I'm just saying, like for for all this time to go by, right? Mm-hmm. And for Muhammad Ali, right, to be the the one of the biggest ones to ever come across speaking out for anything that he really believed in, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying the niggas don't do it. That this motherfuckers out here not doing it. But I'm just saying, out of all these all these advancements that we've had, right? 
over the years, right? Right. He's the only one that that stands, right? That that says that he stood up for what he for what he what he what he stood for, right? He stood for what he stood for, and there's nobody else that's coming. Like, why is that? There has to be a deeper reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're supposed to have advanced further, right? So why is it no other? To your point, like, that's what you're saying. Yeah, but, but, but but my point is, like, there has to be a deeper reason. It has to be financial or something because it wouldn't make no sense for nobody to think that we could advance even further. I, I, I mean, to your point, I think I think we both agree. Yeah. I think... The, to your point, and I do agree with you, the fact that it's a selfish thing. It's a it's a not willing to lose whatever. And to you, and to your point, my point, my my thing to that would be: let's take Tiger Woods for example. He fucked up, right? In a in a in a worse way. We're not talking about activists. We talk in a personal way in his life. He fucked up. Lost more than half his endorsements, right? They could have took all his endorsements. His family is still going to eat. He's in mass enough money, right? Let's take Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is known. Or at least while you know, like I said, I don't know what he does in the, in the background, but it's pretty much uh, he's been criticized for not speaking up, for not not being there for whatever, blah blah. There's no way that let's say today, let's say tomorrow, everyone stops buying Jordan sneakers, everybody stops going to the Bobcats game, everybody stops racing with Jordan team. It's not gonna happen. Let's say that happened. His family is still taken care of for 16 generations. Why not? Use your platform to speak out against something. Because he wants that money to keep rolling in. Is that it? I mean, it could be that that simple. I mean, Kev, you bring up a good point. Like, now I'm not. We're not going to say uh, Muhammad Ali was the only civil yeah, rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no. But you bring up a good point because like, who was after? Who's next? That's what I'm saying. There's, there's that's a error. Handful, it was no that error who yeah, was the and only. And that's error. it. We ain't had shit since. Like for real, for real. And to be to your point about people got stuff in the closet. Like, I mean. Martin Luther apparently was a, a womanizer and still stood for like the thing is is that the whole world presidents priests whatever we're humans we're hypocrites we are whatever it is but that doesn't mean you can't speak up for something because it it. you got a little something in it, your, because everybody does. It does everybody does and that's the point but everybody's not willing to have their yeah, shit on front street though and that's what yeah, I'm saying like, yeah. like Muhammad didn't give a fuck what y'all found out about him you know what I'm saying but what I'm saying is only reason I keep shooting back to him because we, we talked about it right. but but he was the biggest figure there's a lot of people who in their communities and different platforms try to speak up but they wasn't as, as big the recognition wasn't the same you know right. what I'm saying so like yeah like I just think that it's the fear I think that Motherfuckers are still running scared. You know what I'm saying? Even even like like me, yo. That Tra- Trayvon Martin death was the thing that fucked me up out of all these deaths right now. Going on, you know, shooting right. black people, whatever. That thing fucked me up when he, when he when he got off. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. That fucked me up more than anything. And inside me that day, that week, that month, I felt like, yo, I'm gonna go do something. To this day, I've done shit. You see what I'm saying? Right. So like, like I'm not just calling out the the, the big the people who have the big platform. Yeah. I call out my motherfucking self because at the end of the day, like I ain't done shit to try and make nothing change either. You know what I mean? Right. So we looking at them because they got the platforms, but they human just like me. So these motherfuckers, they probably got good intentions, but for whatever reason, they saying I ain't. Yeah, I'm just not gonna do it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and that's part of my point as well. When when Ali and Martin and and Malcolm was coming up. They were in the forefront of standing for something that gave hope to a whole generation of people that was like, you know what? No, we don't got to take this. We can do whether it was small things in the community or whatever it was. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, not to say that we're not grown men and we can't do our own, but like real shit, like people need leaders, like even on a small scale, like on a, on a, on a team. 
There needs to be a leader on the team. You know what I mean? Like, not to say that Kyrie is no more of a man than LeBron is, but he needs a, a leader. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and in the world, like, yo, we see nobody in position of power that look like us doing what we feel like they should do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they're none. I'm not saying that they're none. That's why people rally behind Barack. That's why people are rallying behind Cory Booker. That's why people love Oprah so much. Like, we want to. We want to follow something that they're doing. You know what I mean? But, like, as a collective, they're not... They're not doing that to, to where we feel like, damn, well, if they're not doing it, what's little old me going to do? Because like you said, that fear trickles down, and you're thinking like, like you said, all these people with the platform, the money, the whatever, they're not doing anything. What can I do? And it's, it's sad that we shouldn't, we shouldn't feel that way, but it is a natural thing. It's like, damn, like, if, if they're not doing whatever you perceive to be, whatever the issue is, like, like I said, we're not taking away from nothing that Oprah's done, LeBron's done, Floyd, whoever it is, but I'm just saying like, Whatever issue is important to you that you feel like, Trayvon, you feel like maybe there's something more that somebody could have done. And it's like, damn, but what can I do if nobody else could do it? I I agree with that. And like you said, leadership is important. You need some type of leadership. So I guess in those times, right, you had Martin, you had Malcolm, whatever he was in charge of or whatever the case may be, organizations and they followed or whatever. So I don't know how it gets back to that point. Um, The one thing I do want to bring up, so... Obviously, like I said, a lot of people have been talking about Muhammad Ali. So I've seen a lot of clips and certain things he was speaking out against. And this was 50 years ago, right? And it sounds so relevant to today. Right. And the shit was, like, heartbreaking. It's like, I see them going back and forth with this uh, white British lady. I forget. She, he didn't even let her speak because, like, he was he just went off on her. But she was in the audience somewhere? Yeah. Exactly. And he yep. said, essentially, he was just like, listen... Don't come here. Don't you ever come here and try to compare yourself and your plight to a black man because it's not the same. You from British. You're not even from this country. Britain, excuse me. You're not even from this country. You're free than I am as a black man. And yeah. I hear that 50 years ago. And I'm like, damn, it, like the shit that's going on now, this past, I don't know when the trade launch happened, maybe three years ago. It's been since that, and I'm sure it's stuff before that, but it's just been snowballing and this racial climate is crazy and crazy. So I kind of want to get into like, Kind of back to what we were talking about, but do you just feel like people just relax? Feel like times is different. Like in the sixties, I have to imagine like yo, they felt like yo, our backs are against the fucking wall, and this shit has to stop. Like I feel like that's the urgency that they was coming from, and, and Bill Russell and Muhammad Ali and Jim Brown. It's like yo, I'm not playing in these games that I can't even fucking come through the front of the hotel, can't even eat your restaurants. I'm tired of this shit, and now that we see it. It ain't in us to be like, yo, well, our, our ancestors fought for us. I'm, and that's, I don't want to say that people aren't doing shit, Black Lives Matters and all that other stuff, but it's like, from the top, you just feel like people just relax and just be like, yo, it's just like, it's not my fight anymore, or... That is it. I mean, it's, it's too much. I mean, I think a part of it is people are comfortable. You know what I mean? Like like I said, we, we've made a lot of advances as as a community, as a people, you know what I'm saying? But we haven't, and then we can look in so many of our communities and see we haven't made enough, you know what I'm saying? Like like some of the same shit that was going on back in that era is the same shit that's going on now. Still, you still got, you know what I mean? Still got so much poverty going on, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the same shit that was going on there. But at the same time, like the media, Instagram and whatever the fuck will make us believe that we're doing a whole lot better than we are. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that, unfortunately, a lot of us be striving to. And then, like, we wake up and we live our own lives, and we don't really, we don't, we don't, we don't walk out our doors and immediately get attacked by a white person. You know, 
calling us a nigga. That doesn't happen right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like in most of our communities, we don't walk outside and there's a something burning on our lawn telling us nigga get out, go back to Africa. You know what I'm saying? These shits ain't 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 what's going on now so much. They're happening in certain parts of the world. They are. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying, like in our day, in most of our day to day lives, that's the shit that we're not faced with. So to your point, yeah, we are like too many, not myself, and too many of us are comfortable, and we kind of start believing the hype. We believe that we kind of got out, but we not, and without admitting it fully. That's what's going on, because you can see, like like I said, I, I don't believe that so many black people have gotten ahead, whether you say you're Will Smith's of the world, or you're Oprah's, whoever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? I don't believe that all these people got ahead, and then all of a sudden they just forgot that, well, maybe they did, you know what I'm saying? They, they just forgot that there's still shit to fight for. I'm not saying that they, I don't know what they do in their day-to-day lives. I just know that enough change ain't been affected. I just know that when we see motherfuckers getting shot and killed on camera and judges is just letting motherfuckers go free and nothing's being done about it, we got a motherfucking black president, nothing's being done about it. Like, there has to be a bigger reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know if the comfort level was it or what the fuck it is, but it's not making any sense to me. Like, I wake up every morning, this shit ain't fair, you know what I'm saying? Like, like how is it that you can see this shit happening? And, it, yo, just perfect case in point, the motherfucker raped the shit. Unconscious, unfucking conscious. He gets six motherfucking months. Then there's a black who who's a part of a gang rape. All this shit is wrong. Like the rape shit is just wrong. But this nigga's facing fifteen to twenty five years. Tell me where the fuck that's right. Like like. And then you want to tell me like there's they want to still shoot and tell me not racist. The white guy should get. The, the time as well as the black guy. No, I'm not that's saying what I said. Like, I said yeah, rape is yeah, all fucked up. Like, like I'm just saying, clear, like, yeah. like. But explain why the judge only gave him six months. Do you remember like the exact wording or? They they uh, felt like the, they felt like the jail sentence would be too harsh. Too harsh for him. Too okay. harsh for him. And I'm gonna tell you what it really what it really came down to is that the kid went to Stanford, the judge went to Stanford, they probably got some family connections. His dad must be powerful exactly. somehow. His dad stepped in and only got him six months, three years probation. Exactly. I, you know, and that's the thing, like I hate to I hate to say this when shit like this happens, but it's like you kinda wish like the bad shit that happens to us, it needs to happen to them. They have some outrage behind that shit too, so they fucking get it, right? Uh, yeah, but exactly. it's, it's fucked up regardless. He's facing fourteen years and only gonna get six months, six and he months. may not even do six months. I don't even know yeah, how that shit's gonna work because I because I thought that jail would do. But meanwhile, there's people uh, in jail for seven years for misdemeanor marijuana, yeah, exactly. non-violent crime. No, yeah, not, what they do to his crimes? Life. You know yeah, what I mean? What like, do to their life? Yeah, what does that do? But they don't. They're not worried about that. But that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like it. I, like you're right. No, I do think is I think exactly what you said. The comfortable, like we're, we're, I feel like we're comfortable. Cause like you said, as a whole, there is, like you said, there's people we got some shit. You know what I mean? In, in our minds, we got a house, we got a car, we got a job. No one harasses us while I go to my job, while I go to, um, to the gym, blah blah blah. I feel like back in the day, and the media outlets are different. There's so many of them that they can flood us with however much shit. I feel like back in the day. Even I don't even agree with our civil rights uh, movement right now, the the NAACP. I feel like they're more or less they're like storm chasers. You know what I mean? Like the real big things, events happen. They chase it. They'll they'll fight for it. But I feel like back in the day, there was no let up. Yeah. Something happened. They were on your ass until there was a change. You know what I mean? Like they're not there no more. They're there until the news story is over. You know what I mean? Then they move to the next whatever. Then the news cycle is done. Then it's, then it's on to the next thing. Like, I don't think that there's no, like, nah, like, we're, our foot is on your neck until there is some, some, some justice. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like as a whole, like, that's just how we are because we're conditioned to, to follow the news stories and we follow the news stories and now it's not in the forefront. 
So now it's something else. Now it's the next thing. Now it's the blah, blah, blah. Now it's whatever. I do think that the, the comfortableness and the fucking misdirection of the media is fucking up. And, and just in that right there, that's what I'm trying to jump in here for because the media shit right there. Like, that's that's my whole point. Like, a couple months back, remember the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Beyonce came out. She's still getting the backlash over this shit, right? Mm-hmm. The whole point about my story right now is that we were just talking at work. It comes out. Beyonce's on the radio. The white chick says... I don't like Beyonce. Well, why you don't like Beyonce? Well, because she came out on the Super Bowl and, and did all that um, against the police. That's not, but that's not what she did. You know what I mean? Well, yes, it is what she did. Why are the police upset then? I said, so you don't really understand what she was talking about? Are you you not in the media? Right. You don't know what's going on? Like, uh, uh, tell me something, right? She says, she says, well, I, so I explained what the situation was. Listen, it's a lot of my people being killed right now. Senselessly, you know what I mean. No guns, no whatever. It's been going on for years. It's being highlighted. It's be- and nothing still being done about it. I said all she was doing was protesting police brutality. Like there's no need. If there's no need to kill us, don't kill us. You know what I'm saying? Like the uh, the senseless killings is what she's what she's protesting. The police who do shit that is illegal and wrong. Right. That's what she protested. Right. Right. You know what she said to me? She said, "Well, why'd she do it then? Why'd she pick that big of a platform to do it?" On? <laughs> This is a this is a football game. Like like, why would she do it then? Because the whole fucking world is watching. Right. Exactly, and, and that was my point, and, I, and, and that's exactly what I said to her. Rich. I said I said because what better platform to to put it out there on where everybody's watching? You know what I'm saying? But the point of the matter that I'm getting to on that is just that yo, like like they don't get it, they're never going to get it. But the bottom line is that they see what they want to see, and until we like someone like a Oprah, she she has her own network, but she don't have a motherfucking news state channel. She can have a news station where we pushing our agenda because Fox and CNN, all the motherfuckers, they push their agenda. We hear what they give us, right. and then. In the communities and the other little small frames where we might catch a glimpse of it, then we find out the real shit that's going on. But on TV, we only seeing what they give us. You know what I mean? So, ain't, so we are feeling comfortable because we think, all right, it's only a little bit of shit going on. And th- then when the shit happens big time, we mad for the moment, and then we forget about tomorrow because they take it off the TV, and we kind of we know it's in our head, but it ain't on TV no more because they set that shit the fuck up. But we don't got our own platforms. We until we get to that level, like like that's the shit that I would applaud them doing, having networks that actually stand. BT don't even have a news show no more. Like, what the fuck? You know why? Because it's fucking money. Like, this shit, yo. So tell me this. And it's just, uh, I don't know, devil's advocate. It's hopeless, yo. Like, like we talked about earlier, it's fucking hopeless. Because now I'm talking about this shit. Like, that's what it comes down to. Like, they want you to keep out here and doing your shit, whatever. Being mad about whatever. And doing your little rallies and doing that fuck. But at the end of the day, it's fucking hopeless. Because they ain't going to do shit to help you change. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. You can go ahead, man. I mean, real shit, though. But, um, so I'm just saying, like, you just you put a, a good point. Beyonce did that on the Super Bowl uh, stage, biggest stage in the world. It brought a lot of uh, attention, backlash, some good attention from you know the right people from the black community, whatever it was. But wouldn't that have been a good time for her and Jay Z say to like continue that with like not just the not just the the wardrobe and the. And the, and the song, but like now we have your attention. Let's speak on this. Let's get let's get behind something. Like it's been it's been reported that Jay Z and, and Beyonce actually do filter a lot of money into the Black Lives Matter yeah, campaign. For the Freddie Gray situation, for, they yeah. Get the money. Now, wouldn't it be like like 
why not? Why not show up? Why not be the face? Like, why? But is it because they don't? Is it just to feel like if I'm the person, like, well, I'm not really the kind of want to be in this, but I'll, I'll do it how I can. I like, it's that is because they do what they do. You see what they did when she did that, right? It would have been a perfect time, perfect platform, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of instead of everybody going to the point, the point is, what you mad about? You mad about motherfuckers that's killing us? Is you you, you mad? Because you mad at because we say, we speaking out for motherfuckers that's killing us. That's what you're mad about. Because I'm not talking about all the motherfucking cops, right? I'm only talking about the ones that's killing us. Right. So what I'm saying is for them to go ahead and speak something else, what they did was they shut that down by making it all about, oh, the cops is mad now. So, yeah, but, so, so but, for the next message that I've been, okay, we coming like this, it would have been squashed by this whole shit. So, no, nah, it wouldn't have been but, but because of that. But exactly what you did by them not following up and not doing anything, they can spin it however they want to spin it. They Real talk, you're telling me if Beyonce and Jay-Z wanted to be on TV, they was going to shut that down? They can't get their voice out. If they would have followed it up and 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 had their side to the story, now we got the real side out there. Now we got something to stand up to and and, and with, and it drags out even longer, and we can get the real issue out there. Yeah. But 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 without her doing that, now you're right. Now they got the they can push whatever they want. But the thing is, like we understand what happened, so they have to explain it to us. They're going to spin it regardless because she did do an interview in some magazine later. And explain her feelings and pretty much said what we're saying right now. Now, whether or not, I guess the only thing, the only thing she could have did different to your point, saying is hold a press conference and just explain everything. Like I, I don't know what else she could have done. I'm not saying I don't know what else she could have done, but I, I, is that what you're getting at? Just explain it in the plainest of fucking terms. Put your foot on her fucking neck until you have to listen. Ow. She does. She did one uh, magazine uh, interview. Who knows about the magazine interview except for those few people that read it and and the media uh, taking their excerpts excerpts of what they what they wanted out. No, I feel like she, feet on the ground. She has a perfect time to yeah campaign shit. She never does a press. She never does press tour. She never goes radio to radio. She never goes wherever. Like get out and talk. Do fucking CNN. Do fucking whoever. Uh, Bill Mar- whatever whatever platform you feel comfortable. Yeah. These syndicated platform and not just yo not just while the album like till this day still be going like yo like these shits are we're still not getting justice for those same shits that we that 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 happened last year like keep going like. It needs to be an ongoing onslaught. Like back in the day in civil rights, like you said, people felt their backs were against the wall. The wall. So they didn't start in '72, and or let's even go back farther in in the '40s and stop in the '50s. It was an onslaught from the fucking '20s to the fucking '90s till now. Like like why not? So let's just play that out. Just what you just now said. Why not? I think it just goes back to what I was saying earlier. Because seriously, all right. So say that. Say so she she should have done that. Right. Why wouldn't she do that? There has to be a reason, right? So the reason that, in my mind, I'm thinking is corporate, corporate. the people who sponsor her and everything else must have said something against her, you know what I mean? Watch what you're doing, whatever. And she's not at the point of comfortability. Even though she could be that person, she's not at the point of comfortability where she's she willing to lose these sponsors. She's not willing to lose whatever. She not Her agenda's not, not there all the way yet. She might feel a way about it, but she did her part. Is maybe how she feels. I did a part, you know what I'm saying. But but because she's not continuing on, to me that has that says something else. That says that yo, like she's not comfortable enough to really put it all out. And I look, I think you bring up an interesting point. But the flip side and kind of the what Singh was talking about earlier, like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like at this point these people need her more than she needs them. 
But maybe I don't know. So I, I, I don't. I don't know the answer. Taylor Swift or somebody else who, yeah. who, who, who not as Possibly. controversial. Yeah. Once you get controversial, yeah, you can run your own yeah. platform with your own money. But what, what, did we, what was the figure we put out there with the with black music being uh, worth like two point something billion or yeah, or six something point two billion? I don't know. In, 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 in uh, exports for in the U.S., they fucking need us. If we came like yo, as much as we want to say it. They value their money. If, if it's a fucking, I'll just, just for it because I don't know the number, let's say it's a $1 billion industry. They care about those billions, and we're not getting the bulk share of that. So they care about that. They care about that money. They care about the money. Like you said, it's not even about the, the, the black and white so much at the top. It's about dollars and cents. It's about the money. Like but if these motherfuckers who, who are in the money in those positions don't feel comfortable is all we talking about. All I'm talking about. If they ain't feeling comfortable because they think they might lose that money. Yeah. It's, yo, but I, it's the fucking Roots philosophy, yo, that I keep saying. Like, from motherfucking Roots, yo. Kunta went on these motherfucking plantations when he came on him was like, yo, why the fuck? It's like a hundred of y'all, two of them. Why the fuck ain't we take When we taking over is what the fuck he said. Like, the motherfuckers don't feel it. Even though you look at it and you see it, I can look at it and I can see it. They don't believe what we believe. You know what I'm saying? They so don't. I, so I, let me ask you this. There's got to be a reason by it, like you said, that we just don't. Exactly. Don't so I just, this is just a, uh, um, we went with hypothetical situation, like what you think would happen. Like, we both been broke together. You know what I mean? Like, next week, you're worth $20 million, right? $20 million, and you have a job that still brings you in a million a year. I'm just throwing numbers out there so that you can, you can feel comfortable. Do you feel at that point that you would. Is there something. Is there, is there anything going on in the world right now that you feel strongly enough that you feel like. You would try to speak up on if you could. Yeah, but my voice ain't big enough. No matter how many millions I got, my voice ain't big enough toward to make a difference. You see, now, I'm not saying not to make a, any difference. I'm saying to make the difference that that big platform can bring you. You see, what I'm saying like for me, yeah, like it, all right. So for our, that's my that's my point. So if you were Jay Z yeah, next yeah, week, right. if you were Jay Z next week, do you feel like? You would be because because if I was Jay Z, I feel like I'd be speaking out on these motherfuckers because what can they really do to touch me? That's how I would feel until right. they touch me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I would feel until they touch me. I'm out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's not, so it leads me to believe that there is a bigger reason. Either they are touching him, or <laughs> he just, he he's just touching him out financially. Yeah, because he's in bed with a lot of motherfucking white people. You know what I'm saying? Like he he is. I understand, you but would saying? you not say that his it, for at least for Blue Ivy's kids, would you not say that their future is secure? You would think that it is, but listen, man, me like we speaking hypothetically. So, but the reality is, I don't know how much of my twenty million they can touch. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much. So that might be the fear that lies within, or maybe they just they don't they're too comfortable. And they don't really give that much a fuck about it because they're already good. You know what I'm saying? So like, this goes back to something I said before, and you just you reiterated a, 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 a while ago. So like. Handle my own shit and that's it. Cause we are hopeless as a people. Is that is that is that what it comes down to? Like we have no we have no leaders. We have nobody willing to speak out. We we don't feel like they can speak out. We're being uh, backed in the corners when we do get to positions of power. Like are we hopeless? Are we are we done? Are we period? Are we slaves? Like are we? Is it that to the point where? Like, modern day slaves. It's just it. We can't, we can't do nothing. Listen, Don't listen. worry about bettering our people. Just take it. That's what not what I'm can. telling you at all. Because there has to be people, and there, and there are. There might not be the large scale people, but there are people who are still fighting the fight, which which allows us to to, to, to keep keep moving in some way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying ever just give up and sit back and just say fuck it, we're done. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, if we're looking for 
You know what I mean? For for like I'm back to roots again. Right. If we're looking for for the slavery shit to come over to be over and for somebody coming and save us and, and slavery be done, it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? They're not the big the Jay Z's, the Oprah's right. of the world. They're not gonna do. They're not gonna put the big platforms out on shit that really matter. Because truth of the matter is, I feel like this. I feel like we got a motherfucking black president. There's something that he could have done to be like, yo, I'm watching this shit on tape. This shit ceases some way, somehow. If you if you out there, if you out there killing, no, we're putting harsher things on these judges that are just letting these motherfuckers roll free. We putting some type of reform law, something, but this shit ain't happening. You know why? Because it's politics. The reason why Oprah ain't out there shouting about this shit, Jay Z ain't shouting about this shit, Beyonce ain't shouting no more about this shit, because there's a deeper reason, yo. They got something to lose. Mother, until you feel like you ain't got shit to lose or you don't give a fuck you got something to lose, then you ain't out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't, if I felt like I ain't got shit to lose, then I might be out there for every screaming in, in the middle of the streets every day. People think I'm fucking crazy. That's my, how, how I might feel. But if you don't feel like you don't have shit to lose, then you can't. You can't. You just can't. I just don't believe it. I think in a sense it is hopeless, but you can't give up completely. Like, your, your mindset can't be to give up. But it is a hopeless fight. It really is. I mean, it's definitely an interesting thought, and I don't have the answers. I'm not going to pretend to have the answers. I do. I want to believe that they care and that they do things and there's shit that we just don't know about. Like we, I don't know what Oprah's doing. I don't know what Jay Z's doing. I hear things here and there. It is what it is. I know I've heard things about LeBron and his community and 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 uh, programs he started and things of that nature. But on this larger, grander scale, to the point where to to wrap it and bring it all back to the that- Muhammad Ali's of the world. Like, but see, I, I I just think that, and that's all I'm asking. Like, I don't even think that I'm asking for LeBron to do any, anything crazy or anything physically or monetarily anymore that he's doing. I believe that he's uh, a philanthropist and and bettering his community. I believe he's created already hundreds of jobs that weren't wouldn't be there just by himself being yeah. who he is. I agree that he's he's helping. I know this. Okay. All I'm saying is that. I, and I get and I get your point, and that's probably what it is. Is that I, I just feel like I just feel like as a whole, the people of, of power and, and the minority communities could have less of a filter, speak more candidly. That's all I'm saying. Like because I feel like it as a whole, if you see the people at the top speaking more candidly, more often, then it trickles down. Is what I'm saying. Because right now we see people at the top. Getting their wealth, building their brands. So that's what we feel we got to do. Get get ours, get as much as we can, build our brand, grind, 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 because I don't care what you say about me, I'm catching checks. And get to the top and protect ours. But like, I just all I'm saying is that, yo, just, just speak out a little, a little less um, politically correct is what, is, is what I think. And I feel like that can, on their platforms could go a long way. And what no, you just speak on yeah. was the house nigga and the field nigga <laughs> mentalities. Like, that's all that's out here right now. Like, for real. You got the house niggas that, that got it and can. And you got the field niggas that don't got it and, and, and willing to speak on every fucking thing they can. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's happening. Like, like to put it in such a fucked up term, I'm sorry, but that's the reality. When you look out here, that's what you fucking see. You, I'm not saying, I can't, like you said, Rich, I can't tell you what Jay Oprah and nobody fucking doing. I can't tell you, beyond, right. but I know what I see. You know what I'm saying? I know that, like you said, she had a big ass platform and then she didn't do nothing. It's kind of like being becoming a Christian and then the next day going out and and fucking some somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like right. like okay, this is not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do more, do better. You know what I'm saying? Like like my whole point is like yeah, we don't have no answers. So in, in talking about this, yeah, it makes me feel more fucking hopeless. But I can't ever believe that there's there's never going to be nothing happening. You know what I'm saying? Man. But like like for these people like. To be out there and be so big, like you would hope that there was more done on, on their end, you know what I'm saying? But 
these motherfuckers just got too much to lose, yo. Like that's what it all comes down to. And, and they, they done made them. And this just hit me just now, and I don't know, fellas. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of springing up on the fellas as well. But like, just on a smaller scale, like I feel like at least, more, well, more often. I don't know the, the frequency, but we gonna have these debates a little bit more often because I feel like, to a, to a degree, like. This is our platform. It's nowhere near big enough. There's no more to, to, to change the world, to change whatever. But if, if one of our listeners out there is, 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 is inspired and to do whatever, like, I feel like this is it's, it's our job on our scale, on our level, to keep the conversation going. You know what I mean? Like, and because there are a lot of people who, anybody can start a podcast. There's nobody, there's not a lot of people willing to talk and, <laughs> and be as candid and talk about feeling like slaves and blah, blah, blah. Like, everybody's politically correct. So I feel like, yo, like, this is our platform. I feel like we need to have this discussion uh, a little bit more often because, like, it's real. We got to keep it out there, man. Like, I just feel like we got all got to come together, man. We talked about it a, a couple weeks back, man, just on a smaller scale in our communities and how other communities stick together and how we can do it on a smaller scale. Like, I don't know. I just, I just believe that our intellectual power, our monetary power is so great that we can do a lot more than what we're doing. And I appreciate this little circle that we have. Like you said, it's expanded. It started out with me, Rich, and Kev. Now we got Brandon, Tim, Jalen here every week, man. Like, I, I just feel like it's infectious. You know what I mean? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, trickling down, like, I feel like you just hear people talking, whether we talk the foolishness, we talk the, the whatever, like, just these moments right here and just that, I, I feel like it's infectious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and to keep it out there, to keep the conversation going. So, I appreciate y'all, man, but. No, absolutely. And, it, and listen, that's why, like, that's why I want to talk about this and talk about Muhammad Ali in, in general because, you start seeing these stories, you start seeing these clips and the stuff he fought for and it's, it makes you think and it makes you appreciate, it makes you want to do more. And I don't want to say that there aren't people out there doing these things. There's plenty of community activists, there's plenty of people, Absolutely. Uh, you know, fighting the fight, fighting the good fight, doing much more than, than we're doing other than our, our discussion here. But the last thing I want to kind of bring up and just talk about, and I guess shout out, if nothing else, for Muhammad Ali, like I, I definitely appreciate the fact of how unapologetically black he was, like black and Muslim like whatever he stood for he stood for you couldn't take it away from him you know the one thing that kind of kicked off this whole thing was like I seen a tweet about um, Ali transcending race right and I, I get I get the sentiment behind that that statement but it's bullshit and I don't want to hear it anymore like why does he have to transcend race for you to 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 speak just to feel him to you know what I mean like the way I hear that is just like I don't normally like black people, but he was different. He transcended race. I didn't see color. Nah, fuck that. See his color. He wanted you to see his color. He never made no, he didn't make no arguments about him being black. I'm black. I'm fucking proud. So for that, I definitely, again, rest in peace. Shout out. I appreciate it. I don't know if y'all want to chime in on that point, but I, I definitely, you know, as a black man, yo, I wouldn't have it any other way, man. I'm proud to be black. History fucked up. All that shit. Whatever, man. We make the fucking world go culturally. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I, so for Muhammad Ali, thank you. I, I do want to comment real quick on that because exactly because like you said, just from me speaking on the lack of leaders and lack of people that we can, uh, the shortage of people that we can look up to and be hype about. When Tiger hit the scene, black people were we were we loved it. We was hype. No, I, black people didn't watch golf. Like golf wasn't art. We didn't nah. But yo, golf ratings went up. Golf sales went up. Yo, as a black man. And then he got up on national TV and made up a race, cable and Asian. Cable. What the fuck? So like you said. Ask him to die. I bet you that nigga know he's black. <laughs> exactly. When Scandal hit, they told him what he was. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, but that's what I'm saying. But like you said, to, to uh, Ali's point, yo, 
real shit. And no, don't be wrong. If Tiger, I understand he's mixed and blah blah. blah. You don't want to uh, denounce any you're other races both. or whatever. Say both. Don't yeah. make no shit. <laughs> don't, don't make it seem like you're just not. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like I said, unapologetically black. You know what I mean? I appreciate it from Ali as well, man. True. So on that note, maybe we'll wrap it up again. As always, thanks for listening to Ron Lee Show episode fifty-seven. You know where to find us on Twitter at Tehran underscore Lee. Uh, the email kdrpodcast at gmail.com. The IG. I think we're going to start having some videos up there so you can kind of see our back and forth banner. Shout out to Brandon. That's uh, the IG's Tehran Lee Show. Um, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Actually, we have our subscriptions have gone up. So shout out to all the new listeners. We appreciate you. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Bothering you, you look so. I well, I don't like his arrogance. I think you don't like no, I because don't no, it, no, no, sir, no. You look like a nigga talking like this. The white people. Oh, I bet. Listen, I, I beg your pardon. No, 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 no. I don't want to. All black people don't cut up what you say. You can mean white people know. Listen, woman. Everybody black watching this show knows why you don't like the way I talk. You don't like a nigga talking to you like this. Niggas never done that oh, like this. Sir, before. I beg you. I know what it is. Don't tell me what you don't I like. I beg you. You don't I know what you're talking about. I don't like. You know, I don't care what you don't like. Just buy a ticket and see me get my butt whooped. No, no. Listen, I'm in a minority in this country here. What, what's your minority? I'm from England. Oh, you're a minority. It's me England. You own England. You own England and America. You white, you can go anywhere in this city you want to go. Are you from England? You're more free than me. You from England. Didn't you say you're a minority? You know you can go to towns, move in neighborhoods. You can buy things over. You can open a business downtown Chicago and do business, and I can't do it. But you from England. Now you got some nerve to come over and be mad at me because I'm proud and I want to fight and be confident and get my people to be proud and fight and do. We the minority too. We've been a minority for 400 years and you freer than me. You from England. You are freer than me and everybody know you. How many of you white people here truly believe that she's not as free as me or any black man? She can open up a shop downtown. He can't even rent a store. You can. Don't compare yourself with no black man.